1: Welcome back to the Stranded Phase podcast. This is your girl, Jessica Hurley. Stranded family, we are back. It's been a while since we had an opportunity to interview an amazing entrepreneur, just boss lady. And I'm so excited because we finally uh, have someone that is going to be in my guest chair that I am just in awe about. Someone that I relish over because I'm like, how sway? I, I just don't know how. <laughs> and I feel like she's so relatable because she's going to connect with so many of you on a level that I just haven't been able to connect. And I think, this is going to be where all the excuses stop and the reasons begin. And so I can't wait to have this awesome video strategist, boss, mom, lady. You guys just have to hear from her. So without further ado, I want to welcome Miss Nakisha Wynn.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> <laughs> and she's a
1: ball of energy. So get ready.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. First
1: things first. This is like, so you're all of the things, right? So video strategists, like teaching moms how to create side hustles into full-time income. You do a lot of like extra income things.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Whatever it takes for you to be at home with those babies. Listen, that's what I can help you with. Well, that's the next question. So tell me what
1: inspired you? Like, how did you go from full-time job to full-time boss at home With four babies. Oh my gosh.
2: Okay, so it was about six months after I'd had my five-year-old twins. They were infants at the time. And I was working full-time in investment banking. One day, they were fairly new at their daycare. I decided to pop in because I'm just that mom. I want to pop in, we're new here, and I want to see what's going on. And so I decided to pop in at the daycare and I found one of my infant babies completely wrapped with a blanket wrapped around her head and her she was on fire. She was red. I took the blanket off. She was sweating. My baby could have died. Th- there were teachers there not watching her and like my soul completely left my body seeing my daughter in such a lethargic state and no one was watching her. And so obviously, you know, I gave them the business. <laughs> I went back to work, and there was just something about it that I just couldn't shake. I couldn't shake the feeling of knowing that my child could have died in the hands of a daycare center, And so About a week later, I walked in and told my boss I couldn't do it anymore. You know, it just wasn't worth it for me. My babies are much more important than anybody's check, and so from that moment, I just decided to leave corporate and stay at home with them. Now, I'm not going to tell you that that didn't come with some sacrifices because I stayed home for just about a year with them, depleted a lot of my savings to be at home with them, and then one day I just decided, okay, I can't continue like this. What I do? And so I began to do my research and started trying to figure out what could I do to, you know, really make some money and start putting some of that savings back, you know, that I had been taking out. And then I, asked when I discovered telecommuting that I could work at home, take some phone calls for large corporations. I had a background in account management and customer service. So I was like, this would be great. But I also wanted my children to have some interaction with other kids as well. Long story short, I went into a local childcare center. She hired me on the spot, allowed my kids to come there for free, gave me a check, and I telecommuted in the evening with my kids. So I worked a full-time job. I telecommuted in the evening, and then eventually I started my blog because, uh, yeah, I just figured People would want to know this journey, and so I just kind of started started the vlog. Um, from there, mm-hmm. moly, yeah, yeah. Uh, but eventually, obviously, I went from investment bank into BPK teacher. That wasn't enough. One day, I got. I was just like, okay, this isn't working. I'm unfulfilled. What am I doing with myself? Another daycare situation happened. Girl, let me tell you, I walked in on a teacher jacking up my child. No. Yes. (laughs) Putting her up against the wall because she wouldn't be still. I mean, she's three years old. I lost it. I had to come to Jesus. And I was just like, what is going on? What are you trying to tell me? What am I going to do? The next week, I I, I was like, that's it. I can't do this anymore. I I continue to do the telecommuting at home. And I just went all in on my blog. Walked out of that job. And here I am, what we are two and a half years later, and I haven't looked back. Oh, my God. Okay, so it happens a second time, and it's like, okay, I get it. I get it, God.
1: I got it. I'm supposed to be home with my babies.
2: Listen, I was, I could have ignored it at that point. It was like, I felt so helpless because it's like, okay, this is the second time this has happened. What are you trying to tell me? I'm not going to sit here and allow this to happen again. And then both times you allow me to see it with my own eyes. That's you know? it's, crazy. It's, yeah, it's not something someone told me. This is what I saw happen with my own eyes. And so from there, I just couldn't, I, I just, I couldn't ignore it anymore. You know, I just, I couldn't. Wait, was this the daycare that you were working at? Yes. These were people you knew? <laughs> The girl let me know t- this is not only people I knew this was a girl who I was super cool with like girl we were cool we would have lunch we would girl she almost had to get it on the job oh my I was god like, girl, you know I am insane about my kids and then you're gonna put your hands on my daughter girl it- <laughs> oh my god
1: I can't this is like my biggest not. fear is somebody jacking up my innocent kid? Like, girl. And I get it. Like, I know kids can be bad. Like, they don't
2: understand. I totally get yeah. it. But that's She's not, great. it's not your job. Thank you. She was three years old and she wouldn't stand in line how you wanted her. That does not justify what she did. But you know what? I look back on it and I'm like, you know what? It was just something that I needed in order to push me out here because this is something I wanted to do. And I sat back for a very long time watching and admiring and researching, i.e. procrastinating uh, and just seeing other people be out here being great and doing their thing and reading their bloggers and watching their YouTube channels and I always had the desire to do it but it took something as drastic as that to force me to get out here and say you know what it's time for you to stop just resting on your laurels and get out here on your greatness there's no reason you shouldn't be out here doing your thing too. Woo.
1: Okay so many questions so for I feel like there's a lot of people out there right now that might be not necessarily in your situation, but have children wish they were working at home with them. Whoa. And, and they're also admiring what a lot of people are doing. They're out here admiring, like you said, i.e. procrastinating, wishing, hoping, waiting for the right time. What would your advice be to someone right now that knows this is what they want, that knows they want to put themselves out there, they don't know maybe the medium, whether it be YouTube. um, And I saw you had a great video on whether you should blog or do YouTube. But you know, whatever medium, podcasting, blogging, YouTube, putting themselves out there, taking that leap of faith, and knowing they want to leave their corporate job eventually. And they're just currently admiring what everyone is doing. What would your advice be to those people right now that know that they want this, but they're not sure how or where to start?
2: My advice would totally be to start. I don't care where you start. It really doesn't matter where you start. Start posting on Instagram. Start posting to Facebook. Start creating some content. And after you start, your clarity will come through your actions. Your clarity will come through your actions. Once you start posting to Instagram, you'll say, you know what? Maybe I'll try this. It will take you some time. Maybe you might have to try a couple of things, but you got to get in the game and Order to win period
1: right and I think nobody wants to start at that bottom place like that nobody wants to make that post or make that video and get no downloads or no listens or like that starting place that is nothing nobody wants to
2: yeah. start there yeah no one does but we all did right. you know and you can't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 25. You have to get out here and do it. And I always tell people, you have to have a strong and very, very clear why. Why are you doing this? And that why is the thing that'll keep you going. And if you're a mother, that should be your children. Why do you want to get out here and do this? Why do you want to be your own boss? Why do you want to create a legacy? Those children should be that. And so no matter if one person looks at your stuff, two people, three people, it doesn't matter. Because in things like this, you have to play for the long haul. You know, this is not a short game. This is not a game. And we all want immediate satisfaction. It doesn't come that way. You won't get gratified through your first post, maybe not even your 25th, you know, but you got to be willing to put in your mind that, you know what, I'm in this until the 200th download and to the 300th video and to the 500th blog post, you know, you got to come into this with a long game in mind.
1: Mm, yes so on the technical side real quick ups and like blogging was so hot a couple years ago yeah how do you feel about starting a blog versus a youtube for someone right now
2: i think video is totally the way to go just because of that exactly thing that we were just talking about and that's gaining the traction um youtube is already a search engine that people are going to already for information if you can create information for people you will get found versus your blog, you got to work really Really hard. hard, Yes. To bring someone over to your platform. YouTube people are already there. iTunes people are already there. You know, you got to go where people already are in order to gain that original, that you know, that beginning traction. And I totally, totally think video is the way to go with that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I think people want that vulnerability and that connection and connecting through writing right now. I think one is just a different type of thing. And two, people want convenience. And I think searching for a blog and also reading a blog post just isn't as convenient as we'd like it to be, as it used to be.
2: This is true. Just don't sleep though. I don't want you guys to sleep on that blog because I'm a big believer in ownership yep. and owning your own platform. And There is ways to take the medium of video and using it on your blog and collect from that too. Okay? Yeah, it's like, There's a bag and a blog. Yeah.
1: Okay. It's like a great foundational piece. You can kind of yes. c- accompany, you know, I have a blog for my podcast. Like you yes. want something to accompany your videos. Like it's great for search engine optimization and all that other stuff. So I agree yeah. with you.
2: You want an original place for people to go to find you. You know, your audience, if something happens, an algorithm or whatever, and they're just not serving your videos or your posts or anything like that, it, it's great to have a place that your audience can go to find you and also for people to pay you. If they can't find you, they can't pay you. Mm, mm. Say it again. People, <laughs> people like to
1: only click a couple times after that. They're done. Yeah. <Yes>. So you better
2: make it easy for him. Yes, exactly, exactly. But-
1: I want to go back to this point because you said something like just start and just start with one thing. And I like that so much because I I end up working with so many clients that well you know, I'm starting my podcast, but I I hear I also need a blog and I also need this. And should I add YouTube videos to it? And should I do this? And should I do that? And I really want people to understand. And I like your journey is the way you explain it is like you have to master one thing at a time and then you can continue to fill the bucket.
2: But there's no sense in launching all of this at once. Yeah, no. Yeah, because they see everyone else doing all the things, but I guarantee you that person wasn't doing all the things when they started. You know, I started on Periscope. I started live streaming. That's how I originally started, you know? And then I was like, hey, let's go over here and try this. Oh, maybe let's try this. You know, you have to start with one thing, see how you like it, see if that works for you. And there's nothing wrong with changing, you know, or making tweaks along the way, because the first thing might not be the thing. You know, it might not be the thing yep. and it's okay though to change your mind and to change your strategy as you go. Exactly. Cause
1: people fall yeah. in love with you. They don't fall in love with what you provide.
2: Yeah, you better say that. <laughs> you better
1: say that. As, as long as you can connect with people and they just feel, they feel like they can trust you. You've created mm-hmm. that trust and that bond with your audience. Honey, it don't matter what you sell. You better say it.
2: <laughs> It's true. It's true.
1: It's so true. I have to ask you this and I I think we're going to get a little deep when we say this, but I work with a lot of clients that are moms as well. And I'm a mom. I have a one two-year-old who is the boss. He's in charge.
2: (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) And I have an extremely supportive fiance as I've been on this journey. So I want, you know, and I talk to a lot of moms that don't have that luxury. They don't have that significant other supporting them and backing them. Or they may have a significant, other that doesn't believe in them. I've had a lot of situations where I talk to women where, you know, they've got this grand scheme idea and they've got a significant other that's like, uh ah, yeah, I'll believe when I see it kind yeah. of thing. And, oh. and I know so many women that have children that want to work from home. So my first question, because I have a second question to this piece, okay. is what What would your advice be to like, especially single moms or women that moms that have significant others that aren't supportive? What would your advice be to them that really want this so bad, but they feel like they're completely alone in this? What would your advice be to them?
2: Uh, My advice would be to make up in your mind that this is something that you want to do. It's not your significant other that wants to do this. Unfortunately, we live in a show me society. You got to show people, yes. you know what I mean? Exactly what you're saying. You have to provide proof. So first of all, they need to decide that this is something that they want to do. And I made a post on my Instagram yesterday that I think sums this question right on up. And yeah. it's- said, when people sleep on you, don't get mad, go harder. Don't get mad, go harder. So you got to decide that this is something you want to do and that you're going to prove that you can be successful in this. Now, proving that you can be successful in this means that you're willing to do what it takes to get the job done. You're willing to do what it takes until success comes. My best friend, her husband is not as supportive as he should be. In her business, it was not until she started raking in checks, getting invited to be a speaker at places, and he really saw the audience that she had built, that he really started to come around. So I think that they need to make up in their mind that this is something that they want to do and prove that it is a viable option for income-making. Because men typically like, are you going to be making money at this or what? Are you trying not to work? What's going on? They want to know about the money. (laughs) So you got to prove the concept. You have to prove the concept, especially if you have a spouse, a single mom, you just got to make up your mind and do the dang thing. If you have a spouse, you need to prove the concept to them. Period. That That's period. I love the way you said this. And now I think as
1: to for single moms, it's almost like you have to prove it to you. You better say it. You have to prove it to you that you want this. Like, Absolutely. And your, your husband, yep. your friends. Let me tell
2: you right now, they are not going to be your customers. Not at all. It'll be strangers that'll support you more than what? the people that know you. <laughs> It'll be the strangers. Yep. Because people cannot get your past out of their mind and they continue to see you in this one way and people for some reason just don't believe that people can change honey I can boss up honey I can switch it up honey I can be you know one thing today and another thing tomorrow people can't seem to get your past out of their mind and you have to come you have to come into that realization and say you know what whether they support me or not I'm going to de decide that I'm going to do this and I'm going to be successful at it, Pure. And if
1: not, you better get around some people that believe that you can change.
2: say that, you better build your community. You got to build your support system. That's what I had to do. Ain't no support system. I, have, I moved away from the city I lived in to come over where I am now. I didn't have anybody. I built my support system locally and online. And that is sorry. I love that you said you moved away. I was just about to make this point
1: because I just had this conversation with somebody about how everyone talks about how they hate where they're from when they're from like a little town, and we yep. we got into a deep conversation about it. And I said I really think it's not that we hate it. I think it's you know it's they all have the same qualities. I think it's that when we continue to grow up in the city that we're from, everyone expects us to be the same person that we were in high school. There's no room to change. So yeah, when you do try exactly. to change, people expect the old you, and then they're like, "That's where they get the like, oh, so you brand new." now oh so yeah you you better than us now like yeah give you that space to evolve whereas when you move away and then you go back home everybody's like oh well you just moved away and changed and then you came back a better person you know so it's like get out of the environment you're in you have to your closest friends even your your relatives your family your sisters your brothers your sometimes your significant other unfortunately and your mom and dad are going to be like what are you what are you trying to do like this is not Mm -hmm. you you Mm -hmm. have to get away from that
2: yeah, you're right. They don't allow you that room to grow. They don't. And it's so unfortunate. But even if you don't move far away, you know, move to the next town. Move like I moved. It's about 150 miles from where I grew up. Um, Move somewhere a short distance away. So if you want to drive back, you can't. You know, that. I still don't see the people that I grew up with. I, I don't know anybody around here, but it allowed me to be close enough to family that if I needed my mom to come and drive over for a weekend or my sister or, you know, so that support with the kids, but it gave me that distance to where I could grow without their eyeballs on me.
1: Right, right. And I'm sure that was the best decision ever.
2: Yes, Ever. Yes.
1: So here's my real question. This is what I really want to know. How did you work from home with four kids? Like, what does Listen. that even look like? Because I hear I feel like that would be the biggest excuse people will
2: have. Oh my gosh. So like right now? Do you mean or like when I first started? When you first started? Because I know you when have I, an older son. Yes. He was instrumental. He is 14 years old. And a lot of people, ooh, ooh girl, I'm I'm trying my best not to step on no toes. Hey, <laughs> <son>. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh. <laughs> I my best not to step on no toes. Okay, my son was really, really supportive in this when I first started. So when I first started working from home, I worked at night. So I put my kids on a very strict schedule. My kids had to be down by seven o'clock because I got on the phone at eight o'clock and I worked through the night. I worked. It was part time, six hours through the night. I got off at like three a.m. or something like that. And so my kids were sleeping when I did it. Like I said, you have to decide that you want to do this. Just like you decide you want those new pair of shoes, girl. You decide you want that new car. You decide on all these bills you want to, you know, create, right? Right. You have to
0: decide
2: that you want to do this. And that may come with sacrifices. That may mean you have to reduce some of the bills. You have a whole video on this. You might have to reduce some of the bills. You might have to not hang out. You might have to tell your friends, girl, you're not going to see me as much. It will. Come with sacrifices, but it is totally doable. The sacrifices I made then, I don't have to make those sacrifices now because I already put the two and a half years in to create this life that I want. You know,
1: that was gonna be my question because when did it get to a point where you were like, Oh, I can I can say no to some things? Like, how long did that take?
2: Oh, I'm gonna honestly say probably about two years. So I'm about two and a half, three years in now, and I still don't feel like, well, it's not feel like, I'm still not where I'm going to be. But it's just now that I feel like I can say, uh, eh, no, that campaign is not for me. Uh, no, I don't want to do that, you know? And I'm fine. That's a whole new thing, too, because people, that they, they don't like that you can curate your life. Listen, oh. this is a curated experience, honey. This is a curated life. I am curating The life I desire. And that may not always include you, okay? That may not. <laughs> it may not, it does not include every person that wants to attach themselves to you because that is major right now. Um, That may not always include every brand that approaches you. Honey, this is a curated experience. And when you put the work in, when you, oh my God, when you've been up night after night creating content with a baby on your hip, breastfeeding twins, doing all the things that I've had to do to get to this point, you get to decide. And it, But it took me 2 years.
1: You know? I, no, I appreciate you being so honest about that because it is so important because I think somebody's going to hear that and get discouraged. And that's fine because this yeah. might not be for you. This it absolutely, absolutely might not be for you, but it's it's so important to understand that you have to have like it took me a full maybe a little over a year. It was like probably 14 months. Yeah. And I had somebody to support me. So that's probably the only reason why, you know, my process was a little sped up because I had, I worked all night too, but that just meant I had to cook, put my son to bed. And then my fiance watched over him while I worked at night. And then I went to my corporate job all day long. So it takes time. You got to be willing to hustle it out. People keep thinking that they're seeing these people like throw a product out there and they make six, like a million dollars in a month. Like that is not, the
2: average
0: situation.
2: And then the thing is, and, th- and let me keep it, I'm going to keep it all the way real on this. When I started, I DIY'd everything. I pretty much, I did my own website. I did my own thing. I was like, girl, I can go to YouTube university and Google and all that stuff. And that stuff was amazing to start. Yeah. But at some point I had to invest in my business. Yes. And when I started to invest in my business, the people, that have gone before me and already paid this way. The people that already know the things that they need to do. I'm telling you, it sped up my process. I'm not saying that you got to jump out and invest in somebody right from the beginning, because I totally do not believe that. But at some point, I truly do believe it is in your best interest to invest in someone that can hold your hand through the process and help you save on some mistakes that They maybe have made. And that is honestly what changed in my business at the two year mark. I finally got in a group of women, a mastermind where I could bounce ideas off of, you know what I mean? And figure things out that would have taken me freaking three months to figure out when I was just out here on my
1: own times a thousand. I agree with you. And what I love about what you said is like, you waited two years. Like, I think there's two ends of the spectrum on this one. I think people are either like, they decide they want to do it. They go pay a mentor and they're like, figure this out for me. Like make me, make me become this big blogger, make me become this big YouTube star. Like tell me what to do so I can just be great. You know, zero experience. And then there's people that wait so, so long and they just, you know, almost have too much experience. Like it's because an expensive experience and they're yeah. not willing to invest to scale. And I think yes. the point you get into in your business gets very, very clear. But I think when, when you need, when you're ready to invest or get a mentor, but I also think it's so important to get that experience because like you mentioned, and I agree with you because the same thing happened to me. Typically you throw yourself out there which this is where most people get stuck, is you throw yourself out there trying something that you think you might be good at, whether it's being the expert, being the authoritative figure, writing a book, you know, just selling a product, something, you most likely will evolve. Yes. So you might pay a mentor to help you start a yeah. blog and then decide six months later, like, this isn't for me. This isn't it, yeah. So I think it's yep. so important to throw yourself out there, try some things, like you said, YouTube University, start the podcast, start trying to write. I remember I tried to write a book uh, two years ago years ago. And I committed to, I traveled a lot for work. And I said, every time I get on a plane, I'm going to write a chapter. A year went by. It never happened. I said, okay, this ain't for me.
2: Like, <laughs> exactly. But it took that experience for you to realize that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, put yourself out there and then, you know, get clear. Cause like you said, and I'm a firm believer in this clarity comes with action, take some actionable steps, get some clarity and then, okay. Like it right now in my business is the perfect time for me to hire a mentor because I, I have monetary goals that I'm like, the vision is extremely clear. I just need somebody to teach me how to scale. You know what I mean? Like, tell me to put the things in my business so that I can times this by three. But if I I had paid for this person six months ago, honey, we both would have been lost together.
2: Like Say it. And then I think the experience also lends to your confidence. Sometimes people can't get out here and be great because they're not confident. You first got to be confident in who you are, what your value is, and what you can provide to someone and I think it's the experience that lends to that I mean I'm sure some people come out here and they're they're all super confident but I I see a lot of people that are very unclear very very I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna gonna
1: ask you a really deep question and I could be wrong on this but because you sound extremely powerful and confident from everything (laughs) I've ever seen about you but was there ever a point where you, cause I, I just imagine like, you know, when you put yourself out there, like, of course you've got some people that aren't supportive cause they, and I think people aren't supportive not because they don't want to be, but because they don't understand people want yeah won't acknowledge what they don't understand. But when we go to put ourselves out there, and I think as a single mother, especially, you know, it feels like you tried, you know, you took this leap and then nothing would seem to make sense for a little bit of time. Do you get to a place where mustering up the courage to do it alone or finding the confidence to do it alone? Is there a place where you struggled with that at all?
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, totally. In the beginning, girl, let me be honest with you. Remember how I said I was sitting back just watching people admiring and doing all this stuff? One of the biggest things that stopped me from doing it is because I felt... Embarrassed to be honest, it was like people gonna are gonna is gonna think I'm a joke, and it's gonna be like, "What are you doing? You're a single mom. Stay in your box. Go sit down." You know, I felt like you know people would basically be laughing behind my back. You know, and and then this is the crazy thing: I was mostly concerned about people that knew me. You know, because I was the girl that was supposed to go off to corporate America, do this and do that, and I honestly it was so much worried about what people thought about me. And so it was literally that feeling alone that prevented me from even starting. I was crippled by that fear of judgment for so long that it took me, I swear to you, it had to be two to three years to even start the thing, if I'm being honest with you. But when I finally decided to start, it was like, you know what? It is what it is. They're going to talk Regardless, it's it let them think whatever they want to think. But my kids deserve better. My kids deserve a mother who pursues the life she wants, who goes out and accomplishes her goals and dreams, especially if I'm telling you to do that. How dare I tell my teenager to go out and be great and pursue your dreams, son, and be the best you can be if I haven't done that
1: myself? Ooh, sleep by example. Yes. Our kids don't listen to us. They watch us. Exactly.
2: (laughs) And that's the one thing that I was finding, like, you know what? No, I got to do this because I have a son who has huge dreams. Okay, how dare I tell him to go and pursue if I'm not pursuing?
1: So tell me what your schedule. Tell me when you first started. So you're working these super late nights. What does your schedule look like now?
2: Oh, girl, your girl is free now. honey. So my, this is the thing. When I first started, it was like, honestly, I just wanted to maintain until my baby girls got in kindergarten. I was like, if I can make it until my babies are five years old, then I know I can do this or I will assess the situation at that time. And if I need to go back to work, I will. But understand, you know, just managing the whole thing while they're little I just wanted that time with them and it was a whole thing. Anyway, now I work while my kids are at school because the girls are in kindergarten. And so I drop them off around 8.30 every morning and I work until about three o'clock when I pick them up. I try with everything in me to have everything done within that six, is that six hours, six and a half, six and a half hour time frame. But if not, there are a lot of nights that I will go and work from nine to 11 as well. So I put in six to eight hours a day, not including photo shoots. um, And if I get a campaign that requires me to shoot on the weekends or whatever, but I try my best to do everything when my kids are not home, because having that time with them is very, very important to me and not being at my laptop because girl, I was at my laptop for a lot of years. Okay. (laughs) During dinner, during homework, my laptop was right there and I was Working, but now I try to have a very strict schedule while they're at school or at night while they're working while they're sleeping. I'm sorry. And that's
1: I think that's what attracted me to you so much is because even now I struggle so much with balance. I mean, when my yeah. son comes home, I try really hard to focus on him. You know, yes. then I'm like, but then I find myself like, okay, let's hurry up and get you to bed because I have more work to do. I need to work from like nine to midnight. So yeah. like, let's get you to bed. Let's get this going. And I I just saw you and I said, how
2: How do you do this <laughs> with four? Do you know everyone asks me that, and I might be on to something, but everybody, like every person, asks me that, like, how? I, I don't know. I'm telling you, I think I've just, in you my mind. You have to be a
1: militant mother. You have to be. There's no way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Girl, my friend, she sees my Google Calendar and she's like, there's no way I could ever work that strictly. I'm like, well, I have to. You, you have know, to. like literally. Right now on my dry erase. So this is pretty much what my Google calendar looks like. Okay. On Monday we pitch, we do admin stuff. Tuesdays we record video. Wednesdays we write. I literally have my days broken down so strictly just so I can get stuff done. I don't know. I don't know if it's how my mind works or I work on a schedule. But
1: well, me put it in a
2: place where you won't succeed any other way. You find you a way. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, listen, this is what I have to do to get it done. There were times where I stayed up two and three o'clock in the morning. I am not sitting here trying to act like this is, it's so easy. You have to decide. That's the bottom line. You have to decide. This is just like an athlete that trains to go to the NFL or to the NBA. It's a decision that you make very, very early on to be successful by any means necessary. Just like you get up and you go to that nine to five every day, you've decided that you want that check at the end of the, every two weeks. I've decided that I want to hit my weekly income goal every single week. And I know the actions that it takes in order for me to get that. It, it, it's really simple
1: as that. I love that you have weekly income goals. You might have just inspired me to do something different. Great, uh, well, let
2: me th- I have a girl. Oh, wait a minute. That thing is daily. Okay. There you it's go. Let me check my affiliate links. Let me check my product sales. Let me check. Have I booked any um, new campaigns? Girl, uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, <sighs> but it's that serious.
1: I want to break a couple myths with you because I just heard what you said affiliate links, product links, you know, campaigns. You're using a lot of terminology like that two and a half uh, years in, sounds like you're super, like super well versed in this. So, would you say that starting out, you had to be super tech savvy to make this work? No.
2: Okay. Me neither. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Listen, I I don't still don't consider myself super tech savvy. I still consider my editing a pr- pretty bad. Like to be honest, on my videos. Listen, you have to decide, and I'm gonna continue to say that because. If you think about, I don't know what it may be for you, but if you have a thing that you've decided that you just want to do, you make it work. You make it happen. I did my own website. I bought a template. I hired somebody off Fiverr that put it up on WordPress for me. I got somebody to look at the SEO and I started writing it it's really real simple. Once I got into it, I'm like, okay, maybe I don't have, with influencer work, it's all about your numbers and they want to see your numbers and your influence. Okay. Maybe I don't have enough to do that, but what I can do is rock affiliate marketing. You know what I'm saying? What I can do is create something for these people to buy, you know? So it's all about what's going to work for you. I'm at the point now where I need several streams coming in. I want several streams, um, because some of them is just, they're just too easy for me not to get, but you have to decide what's going to work for you. And I pretty much, that's where I'm at. You decided a long time ago. I get a it. A long time ago. This is going to work, period. I have four children. You know, and girl, in my mind, I already have the dollar amount that each, I need to make sure that each kid has for, per child. The, the kid, a house, each kid, this trust fund. In my head, I'm telling you, like, that's how serious it is, it, it is to me. My children do not have a father in their life right now. So I'm going to give them all of me. In order to give them all of me, I have to be present with them. And in order to be present with them, I need to create the life that I've designed in my mind to take them on vacation, to spend homework time with them, to be present with them and not on someone's job, not chasing behind a man, not all of that. I'm here to create a legacy for these children so that they can have a better life than I did.
1: Nikisha, I need you to know that somebody's listening to this right now and they're going to say like... Okay. I got no damn excuses. I got nothing now. There's I got that. nothing. Because I think you crossed over. Like, I really feel like you crossed over. Like, I, I I tell people, I think there's this crossover of like, have you met your breaking point yet? Have you cried Why? on your knees yet? Because if you haven't, you don't want it bad enough. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like a a little, like not too long ago, I I shared this with my podcast listeners that I was struggling. Like I had just made some big mistakes in my business, trying to throw everything up at once. And I had to like, kind of reap what I sowed afterwards. And found some big gaping holes in my business that I had to fix. And it was like, it broke me, you know, it broke me. And I, I thank God my fiance has been an entrepreneur for 10 years. And he was just like, literally caught me on my knees and just like smiled at me. And I was like, what the, what are you smiling about? And he was like, this is it. This is when you shed the old you and you decide to become the new you. And when you decide to become the new you, that's the decision you make that at all costs, you will make this work. Mistakes, no mistakes. Like this is expensive experience. And then you move the hell on. Yes. And I I agree. I agree. I feel like it's a crossover because right now you're speaking so confidently and I can tell you have just made that decision. Like at all costs, this will work. No one it will is. tell me otherwise.
2: It will. Because guess what? There's so many people out here doing this. And this is my thing. I don't think people realize, I truly believe that we are in a time in history that we will never get back. We are in an information age that we will never get back. And I just would not be able to live with myself 10 years, 15, 20 years from now when things start shifting. If I look back and like, oh, wow, I had that opportunity to go and do that, but uh, I didn't open up the money bag and catch all that money that was flying down out of the sky. I just would not be able to, to girl, I'm here, tr- my teenager, I'm, we do eBay with my teenager. And I'm like, listen, son, this is what you need to do. Listen, kid influencers right now, get your kids on it, period, brand want children right now who can get out here and influence. It's just a time in history that we will not get back. And I refuse not to be on this money train, honey. I refuse. Do you guys hear this? There's like an abundance
1: of money for everyone. I promise you that. There's no such thing as a saturated market. There's no such thing as a limited amount of money. Like, Anyone can get it. Anyone.
2: Anyone. That's what I'm telling. I'm like, "What? You're you what? People, I don't care if there was 2000 people doing the same thing. They're not you." It, I, was, I was just about to say that. Nikisha, you're in
1: Orlando, right? Yeah. I'm in Tampa. So it's like and Nikisha's serving a completely different audience than I'm serving. And we're exactly. 150 Wait. miles away.
2: And I'm from Tampa, born and raised in Tampa. <laughs> girl, I'm like, people are, I'm like, y'all better get out here and get it. You're You're gonna wish you did. You're gonna wish you did. And girl, I'm just out here to get it. And let me tell you, I'm not where I'm gonna be. I've said that before, and I'm not doing everything right, you know there are definitely some things I need to do. There are things that I'm fixing right now. Like you said, I realized I had a huge gaping hole in mind just not too long ago, but regardless, I'm going to make this work. I would make a job work when my employer was getting on my nerves, when a coworker is annoying the heck out of me, I would make, there are so many people that are miserable in their jobs right now. Miserable. Okay. Why? I don't care. I'm going to make this business work. I've just decided that.
1: Y'all, the single mom of four just told you that y'all better listen the hell up.
2: It was just no excuses. Yeah, They're so hard. many people, they use their children as an excuse, but these kids are not an excuse. They're a reason. My children are the reason I go so hard. They are not an excuse. Oh, because I got to put Billy to bed. Oh, because I got to do this. Girl, my son is the captain of the basketball team, student government president. He plays travel um AAU basketball. My little one plays basketball. The girls are in dance. Listen, ain't an excuse in sight. Do you hear me? Ain't excuse in sight because I have decided that this is the life that I want to live, and I will be successful by any means necessary. Period. Ooh. Thank
1: you, thank you, thank you for killing that. Oh. Oh. I can't wait until the next person is like, I just I don't have the time, and this. Okay, all right. I'm gonna send you somebody's Instagram.
2: <laughs> yeah they don't they don't want to make the time that's it this ain't for you you ain't ready ready you ain't ready. You're not ready. Exactly. Yeah, period. And I tell my friend all the time, not not one more thing. I tell my friend and she's like, oh, people are always, I'm like, girl, this is a thing. This looks amazing to a lot of people. People are like, oh, wow. People get paid to post on social media. Oh, wow. She's just teaching people how to have a business and she's making all this money. It looks appealing for a lot of people. And there are a lot of people that wish they could do it. But here's the thing. They don't want to get this work. This is work. This is not sit back and put your feet up. This is actually work and you have to put in the work. And I think that's the one thing that people don't want. It looks so easy. It looks very, very easy, but people don't, once they get it, they realize how much work it really is. It it pretty tall you weed people out. People start falling by the wayside. And as they continue to fall by the wayside, just make the way because I'm coming through, honey, because I don't mind a little work. (laughs) (laughs) It's a different type of hustle. I try to tell them. It really is. It is.
1: My neighbor always comes over and she'll be like, I know you work from home. So do you want to take our kids somewhere? I'm like, when she'll be like, oh, tomorrow at two. I'm like, "No. no, I work from nine to five. No, say
0: it. <laughs>
2: From say, <home>. it. <laughs> say it. And you have established those boundaries yep. in your business, and you have a schedule, and and you have to stick to that. Don't be calling me. My mom will call me on her lunch break, girl. No, I, I, I don't got time. Well, My phone <laughs> rings during the day. I'm like, hello. They start talking, and
1: when they hit me with the like, oh, just calling to see, I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm
2: working. I have to go. Like, exactly. We're not having casual conversations while I'm working. Bye. Well, that took me some time to put those boundaries in place. And especially for friends and family members that think you're sitting home twiddling your thumbs.
1: Exactly. Like I'm watching TV. I ain't seen a
2: TV show yeah. in forever. Me either. I don't watch TV. That's another <laughs> yeah. thing. People are like, girl, did you see? Up? Uh, no, no. No. No, I didn't see none of that. So don't ask.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So last question for anyone that's listening right now that is totally relating to this. Like I have children, I've had enough, like I'm ready to take a step in the right direction. I just don't know how, what, when, where, why, what are, you have some great videos on YouTube. So you guys have to go check her out on YouTube, Nakisha Wynn. Um, she has an awesome YouTube channel and you talk a lot about like side hustling and how you can make an extra hundred dollars a day or just some, what name top three or top two things somebody could do right now that might be ready to start, but clueless. Honestly, want to start a business?
2: Yeah, just start making some extra income. Personally, I would telecommute. I would start with that because I think that's a good start for your discipline Mm -hmm. and your confidence because one of the things like we just talked about is actually sticking to a schedule and actually doing the work. I think that telecommuting starts to create that framework for you. It gets you used to sitting down at a certain time, doing the certain thing for a certain time period. So the, the confidence to just be home, trust yourself to do what you have to do in creating that structure and that commitment. I think that telecommuting is a great way to do that. Secondly, you got to be building a personal brand. I'm sorry. However you want to do that, whatever, YouTube, Instagram, whatever you got to do, you got to be building something of your own. And then third, because... I'm known for this too, the gig economy. Girl, Instacart, shipped, Uber, DoorDash, whatever it is that you wanna do, that will allow you the money to funnel into your business to start building that personal brand. You may not be able to afford to take your full-time income and put it into your business. Maybe even that telecommuting position, maybe you want to just start a savings account and save that money. Just build your savings account. Then that the gig economy, this is what I did. I did shift for a good minute and I funneled that money into my business I would I'm like listen this I need this much I need a new computer boom I used to ship money I need to get a a camera I used to ship money so I'm big into the gig economy that's another thing that people aren't terrified to do right That they can get started immediately Those are my three suggestions. No, that's perfect. And when you talk personal
1: brand, I want to just highlight some things. I think sometimes still when you say this to people, they're like, well, I'm not the expert in anything. Or they'll say, "Um, I don't really go on vacations. Like, I don't really have anything. I I hear people say all the time, I don't have anything to show the world. Wow. You got something. You got something, people. One of the thing I one of the thing I realized that blew my mind months ago was I was at a birthday dinner with um like twenty five people and somebody was like, "What's um my son's name is Cameron." Somebody was like, "What's Cam Cam up to tonight?" And I told him, and then everybody was like, all of a sudden everybody started chiming in, like, "Oh my god, I love seeing your son on your Instagram!" Like, "Oh my god, those are my favorite videos." I wake up in the morning. That's the first thing I look for is to see what like when you put Cameron on Instagram. And I was like, "Huh?" And it just dawned on me that like people love to
2: see. Your life, yeah, they do. People and and people discount that. People truly, truly discount that. Same thing with me every single morning. Didn't today because I was busy. I share me walking my children to school every morning, and I will, sometimes I'll write a little caption about how the morning went. Like, okay, she refused to eat her cereal. She colored on her shoes yesterday in school, and I just found it's just such random stuff. Girl, it's like my most engaging post. People look forward to my morning walk with my kids and I'm literally barely showing their face I'm just showing their feet or what they have on sometimes I'll show their face sometimes I'll show my feet show sometimes I show the sky what the weather is like literally every single morning it's like my morning walk story and people love it
1: people want to feel like they're a part of your life and I, I think this we could take simplify this on a much easier level much applicable level for everyone just share period you don't need a you don't need to have this fabulous personal brand you don't need these super professional photos don't take granulated nope. selfies but
2: you know just share yeah, that's your people starting. That. Yeah, people discount that. Just share. Then once people start commenting or oh, they start asking you little questions. Oh, what did you put in that chicken pasta? Or oh, I didn't know you knit clothes. Or oh, you know, I didn't know your hair color was blonde. Whatever. And people will start to comment on the thing, and that's how you can kind of get a clue of like what people want to know from you. But you got to just start sharing.
1: Yep. Amen. Oh my yeah. God. You were awesome, Nikisha. Absolutely awesome. I think no one's got a single <laughs> damn excuse after this. Thank you for blowing our minds and making us <laughs> get off our butts. And even me, like you just with one child, I always feel like I struggle with balance. And, you know, sometimes I hire a babysitter just to get my thoughts together, you know, and That's you really just inspired me to, to buckle down and just You know, be more
2: present with my kids, but make the decision to just handle business. That's right. I'm sure you're doing fine because every day the balance does not include and the balance is not always going to be balanced. Okay, today I may have a campaign I need to shoot and I might need to bring the kids with me on set to go and do it. Today, my son might have a project that's due tomorrow in school and I might have to neglect the work or whatever. It's it all evens out. You know, I think sometimes people feel bad if they're having an off day or an off week or heck, even an off month. It's not about the off times that you feel unbalanced. It's about getting back on. It's about when you fall off, getting back on and persevering no matter what and just deciding that you're not going to give up and not letting one day, one week, one month determine the outcome of the day. It's deciding you're not stopping. Because I've had some
1: bad days.
2: Haven't we all? Haven't we all? It's like, okay, well, I guess I better post to Instagram one day. You know, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been on here in like two weeks. Let me get my life together. Exactly guess what? You just get back on. That's it. You you just don't give up. You don't quit. You just keep on going. And eventually your, your success will find you in your action. It will.
1: will. The traction comes, the momentum,
2: the traction comes after the
1: momentum. And I swear you'll be so blown away. Like I never would have thought I would have the reactions and the traction that I have now just from continuing to share when I thought nobody was listening.
2: Exactly because guess what? All it takes is one person to share your stuff with one of their friends and then their friends share, oh, have you heard this podcast? And they share or you speak somewhere and someone's like, oh, have you met this girl? And then that ball just continues to roll and get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yep. And I, I want to end with this for moms because you just said it and it made me
1: realize something that I realized last year and that I'm still working on is like if you're a mom of one or many children, especially as a single mother, as we talked about Nikisha's situation and how organized she is, it makes me realize you when you are thinking about starting a business or you are building a personal brand, it's so important for you not to necessarily dive into something that you think will make you rich or will work. I think as m- single mothers, it's or just mothers with children that want a schedule that allows them to be present with their kids. It's more important that you focus on what you want every day to look like. And then you yes. build around that. Yes. Because you could build something amazing and not have a single moment with your kids because you yes. hustle, 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 hustle. And so be careful what you jump into and, I would really just say focus more on what you want your perfect day to look like with your kids and build around that.
2: Amen. Amen. I agree 10,000% because that's exactly how I've done it. Yep. I, I know so. how I want my days to look like.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people start businesses and would laugh at the idea of working from eight to three, you know, but they, cause that's, they got some crazy business that might make them a lot of money, but gives them zero freedom. Yeah. No.
2: mm. No,
1: I'm good. I'm good on life. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm
2: good on that. It's a no for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, tell my um, listeners where they can find you, stalk you, check out all your awesome YouTube videos with all the goods. Uh, where can they find you?
2: You can find me at NikeshaWynn.com, at Nikisha Nikisha win everywhere on social, because I believe that if they can find you, they can pay you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're two clicks away from paying
1: her, y'all. Better be careful. (laughs) Well, Nikisha, thank you so much for opening up, just being vulnerable with us on the Stranded Phase and just, you know, sharing your your business life, your mom life, your positive attitude about everything and just your commitment to be great because I know that's kind of where my listeners are. So we really appreciate you and thank you so much.
2: Oh, you're welcome. It was a pleasure being here.
0: Thank you.